0: What's up? It is Tracy Jackson, also known as the Spiritual Cheerleader, coming to you live with your weekly pep. Hello and welcome to the August 20th edition of Weekly Pep. I wanted to start today speaking about how to find uh, your life purpose or really discovering your life purpose. I don't really think it's something to be found. <laughs> That's the first point of it. Um, I know a lot of people talk about finding your life purpose and, oh, you have to find it, but it's it's not really finding it. It's really uncovering it and discovering it um, because it's already within you. Uh, it's something that has been with you from a young age, something that you've always enjoyed doing, um, but you just didn't recognize it was something that was um, purpose-filled or something that you could make a living doing. Um, I know for myself personally, when I was looking at transitioning out, I knew that I wanted to live a life with meaning. I felt that there was more to the life that I was living uh, than what I was doing each day as an attorney. Um, and I felt very, very called to find something that had meaning. And I think, you know, for me personally, I allowed uh, my volunteer work to kind of fuel me uh, and and kind of uh, sustain me during... the the majority of my career. And when I stopped volunteering, I stopped feeling like I had that purpose, which ultimately made me want to find or discover what my purpose was, because I was like, there's got to be more to this. There's got to be more. Um, And it all came to a head, I would say, uh, summer of 2016. I remember it like it was yesterday <laughs> um because my m- my pastor's wife had uh, come to my law office and she had asked me she said i'm you know she sent the her husband my pastor out and she said okay god told me i need to talk to you i don't know why like but i'm supposed to talk to you so what's going on and i said The only thing that I can think of is that I'm not happy doing what I'm doing right now. Like this, I feel like I'm, I've been put on the earth for more than this. Um, I, you know, I can do it, but I just feel like there's more to my life than just sitting at a desk all day and doing this legal work. Um, I just, I feel like there's more for me. And uh, she recommended that I find a YouTube video by Adam Leipzig uh, called How to Know Your Life Purpose in Five Minutes. And uh, just so you know, I will drop that in the resources on my website so that you guys can check it out. Um, But it was, I, I went to that, that YouTube video after she told me to do it. And I still didn't know what my purpose was, and I was like, "Oh my God! Like, I don't have, I, I don't, I can't answer these questions because I don't feel like there's anything that I have value um, to share with anybody that changes their life. I just don't feel like I have that." Um, and you'll see when you when you watch the the YouTube video, Adam goes through five different questions um, to discover what your life purpose is. And at the time I was so inundated in who I was as an attorney that I could not see anything else outside of that. And um, you know, it, it wasn't, it was through a long process of me exploring that I was able to discover. And that's why I'm I'm doing this podcast today, because I don't want anyone to uh, have to spend that amount of time trying to discover what they're meant to do because they can 't see past what they 're already doing, and you know I want to offer offer that help today so again the first the first step uh, in discovering your life purpose is to know that it 's already within you it 's something that you have have done. For your life, you just haven't recognized that it's had value, um, and you can you can recognize that when you think back over the course of your life, and you think back to when your uh, family friends would say, "Oh my God, that really helped me out a lot. Like, oh that what you did just helped me so much. Thank you so much." And, you know, that thank you was basically an energetic exchange. You did something for them that they felt worthy of saying thank you for. So that that's something that's tangible. That's something that has value. Um, One of the the first steps uh, in in recognizing what that is, is getting in touch with your inner child, really going back to when you were little the things that you love doing. Um, you know, for me, I, I always loved being, um, being happy (laughs) and optimistic. I loved, you know, just being that, that bottle of sunshine. Uh, I remember, you know, my mom saying that, uh, (laughs) <laughs> that one of my my babysitters when I was little, um, somebody that cared for me when I was little, called me Tweety Bird because I had, you know, these little lips. And um, it was kind of like Tweety Bird. And when I think of Tweety Bird, I think of this bright, bubbly, you know, um, bird that didn't allow Sylvester the cat to bring him down. Right. And the fact that somebody saw that in me as a, as a young child, uh, helped me. And they, one of the other nicknames that I had was bright eyes. Um, again, very, uh, you know, infusing in that, that aspect of my nature as a bright being, a, a light in this world. Um, So get in touch with your inner child, get in touch with what you like, what you like to do. Um, As I, as I grew up um, even, I started, you know, getting into my purpose of being that encouraging person for others. Um, When friends would say, oh my God, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I'd be like, oh yeah, you can do it. I know you can. (laughs) Right. Um, And they'd say, how? And I'd say, well, you just, Take this next step, and you do this, and you do that, and they'd be like, "Oh my God, thank you so much! I didn't, I didn't see that." Um, and I, I was that way for all of my friends throughout my, you know, youth in middle school, high school, up into college. Um, I felt like people would come to me and say, "You know, I just don't really know what I'm going to do with this, and like this is one of those things where I just can't, I just can't see my way out of it," and I. I would be that light, I would be that encouragement for them, um which has now led me to recognize and realize that that 's part of my role that 's why I call myself the spiritual cheerleader is because i 've always been an encourager i 've always been that person that listens and counsels and gives advice um, and you know when I look back on my legal career that 's exactly what I was doing right I was being a counselor that 's why they call lawyers counselors is I was counseling people on issues with their their properties and things and telling them, hey, this is how we handle it. So I I just got my wires crossed a little bit. I've been doing counseling my entire life, even in my role as an attorney. Um, but I didn't know that until I really started looking back at my childhood, you know, up until I would say, you know, my college age years and seeing this this consistent theme that ran throughout my entire life. So, um, you know, the second step after, you know, recognizing that your purpose is in you is really getting in touch with your younger self to find out what it was that you've always done your whole life and you've always enjoyed doing um you just didn't make money for it. You didn't know that it had value, but other people loved it. Other people loved that you did it. Um, you know, one of the the things that just happened to me recently as well. I went to Collette Baron Reed's Oracle Palooza just a week ago, and someone told me your presence alone encourages people. Your presence alone helps people. And I said, you know, I've heard that before. Um, it resonated with me when when the person said it because I had heard it before. People would tell me that all the time. Like, I just love your energy. I love being around you. You know, I just had that that bright light and that energy. And that being an empath can be a double-edged sword, right? Because some people want to be in your life for that energy so that they can have a little bit of it. Um, and so I had to learn how to protect myself in that in that standpoint, but again, this is something that has been a concurrent theme throughout my life. Um, that people just love being in my energy; they're attracted to my energy. That they they love my encouragement. They are thankful for you know my tips and my my know how because they they walk away from me going, "Wow, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, like I could totally do that, right?" Um, and they feel empowered when they when they leave from me. So that's that's one of the ways that I I um help people, but I had to recognize that by looking back to how I was when I was younger and seeing that consistent theme going through my life. So you can do this too. Next up, think of things that you do now. Things that you love and that you don't get paid for. Again, I like I've always done this. When friends were going through conflicts, when they were dealing with various issues, um, they would come to me and ask me questions. I remember I first moved out to Houston and I was working at a working at the law firm that I I started with. And one of the attorneys there came up to me and was like, oh, you know, my ex-boyfriend is getting married and I'm just so sad about it. And I was like, oh, you know, that's happened to me twice. And I said, you know, like basically the person married the very next person after me, after they dated me. And um, they were like, really? I said, yeah, it happened to me twice and I'm still alive. Like, it's fine. It's fine. I'm happy for them. I recognize and realize now that neither one of them were really good for me. And I'm I'm happy for them getting married. And just in me saying that to that person, they recognized and realized like there's another way. Like this person had it happen not once, twice. And I'm complaining about one time. You know, like if she can do it, I can do it, and that—that's another um, example of you know me being that encourager, me being that person that helps them to see it can be done, um, and that it's not a not a big deal, not as big a big a deal as they were thinking it was. And, over the course of the the time that I've been in Houston, I've been that counselor. Like people will come to me when they have issues or <laughs> like have, you know, things that they are maybe a little nervous about sharing with other people for whatever reason they come to me and say, "Hey, you know, this thing is really on my heart and I just don't really know what to say and I don't know what to do and how do I handle it?" I I recently just had, um, a friend who I had been speaking with, um, last year, uh, who has gone through, uh, you know, change in business. Uh, she was partnered up with somebody in business and they dissolved the partnership. And she was like, you know, I, I just wanted to reach out to you because, you know, you just have that positive energy and you just, you would always encourage me before I went into this stuff. And Again, that that same current kept coming through, right? I'm a positive energy. I encourage people. I'm that light. I'm that counselor. Um, and you know, think of those things that you're doing right now that people, you know, love about you, that they thank you for, and you don't get paid for. Um, these are things that people find value in and they're grateful for you for. Um also you can you know do research and and look into different aspects of like books that you like there's there's maybe certain books that you've read or that you've um Seen or heard about, and they intrigue you. Read those books. See what the people in those books are doing. Maybe that's your that's your purpose. Maybe because you're resonating with it, because you're seeing it, you are recognizing and realizing that's something that you want to do. One of the first people um, on my spiritual journey that I read was Gabby Bernstein. Gabby Bernstein, you know, was a coach um, slash. Counselor, uh, either you know you can use the terms interchangeably, but she was a coach for for women. She helped women um, to see another way. To doing things so that they could live a life that they loved and a, a life of peace and purpose, a life a life where they they didn't feel unsettled, that they had less anxiety, that they um you know loved waking up every day to, and I I resonated with Gabby's energy so much because I wanted to do similar things to what she was doing so look at those books that are calling to you look at the the roles and the um, work that those people are doing because that's probably keying you in to what you want to do so look at that also take the focus off of you know figuring out how you're gonna make it marketable and and how you're gonna make money from it because i can guarantee you you can make money from pretty much anything. People need assistance. Um they you know, people have made made complete businesses out of things that you're like, "What? I can't believe." Like People need that, but people need everything and they need cheerleaders, they need encouragers, they need counselors, they need people who are going to provide what it is that you want to provide in your heart. Um, It's just that you have to tap into that and recognize that there is a market for it, regardless of if you see that market now There's a market for it. And I guarantee that usually when you start delving deep into it, you can find that there's somebody out there that's doing something somewhat similar to what you're doing. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it too. That means you should go for it even more because people need to hear it from you. There's only one of you. There's only one person that's going to say it like you do, and that's you. So step out there and do it another thing that you want to do is focus on how you can be of service to others. How how what you are doing is serving the world, how it's raising the vibration and changing people for the better. Um, you know, one of the things that I felt when I you know, was doing my attorney job was there's more to life than this. There's more that I should be doing. There's more that I should be sharing. There's more that I should be helping people. I should be helping people in some way. I've got to give back. I've got to uh, live a life of meaning. And so you can't just go into um, you know, finding your purpose and like saying, oh yeah, my purpose is just to make tons of money. How does that help people? You know, how is that helping people? You have to tie it to helping people in some way or changing things for the better in some way. Um, because, again, if you're just in it for money, you're back to not having that meaning in your life. There's no meaning behind that. And you're going to keep chasing until you find that meaning. So really hone in on what what is the meaning that you can get out of um you know, what it is that you want to do. Find that service aspect of it. Find how it serves other people, how it serves the world. Even if it is helping those people to make more money so that they can live a life that they love um, and be able to travel and do the things that they want to do, that, that's a service to them. That's changing their lives for the better. So look for that. Don't discount again that you that what you're doing um, does you know has meaning and value. Don't don't throw yourself and say, oh, I, you know, what I'm doing doesn't really have value. People aren't gonna pay for this. If you continue to say that, that's exactly how it's gonna feel. Like it doesn't have value. So recognize and realize that what you do does have value, or else you wouldn't have been doing it your whole life. People wouldn't have been coming to you for it, right? So recognize that. Um, even if it just makes people smile or makes them, like I said, money to help them serve more, it's a good option for you. So really look into that. Finally, the, I want you to surrender your purpose to a higher power. Say, you know, okay, if you're higher power, if you call your higher power – power God. God, this is what I feel like is my life purpose. And I surrender it to you right now. I hand it over to you right now, willingly. Um, And I ask and trust that if this is truly my life purpose, you show me. You show me people that need this. You show me people that want this help. When you surrender and trust that the universe will will come back, you will see amazing, amazing uh, things happen. Like people will come out of the woodwork asking for this particular type of help, or they'll be, you know, talking about it. This this happened to me just this past week. You know, I have really been um, working on this. Topic that that is so so important to me, um, being that I grew up Christian in Alabama, uh, I I feel like there's a part of me that, and I know there is a part of me that loves and still passionately follows Jesus. And it hurts my heart when I hear people say, "Oh, I'm scared of Jesus. I don't really like Jesus. I don't like the Christian Church because it's it's horrible and I, I'm scared of it. And you know, Christianity's bad. Like I really didn't like all the Christian references in there. And I know that there is hurt there. I know that there is, you know, someone in the Christian church did something to them to make them feel that way. And I want to show an alternative to that. I want to show that Jesus was really all about love. And a lot of the stuff that's piled on to Jesus shouldn't even be attributed to him because he didn't say it um, and he didn't believe it. He was a messenger of love. That was his core message. He says it even in the two great commandments, right? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and spirit, and love your neighbor as yourself. Those were the two commandments. What's the commonality? Love. So I wanted to share that with people. I really wanted that to permeate, and it's been something that's been on my heart. To help others, you know, get back to loving, you know, Jesus and and you know, including him in his arsenal and realize that they're not cheating on Jesus or cheating on Christianity when they step out to learn other modalities or other religious traditions or spiritual traditions. Um, you know, in actuality, they are reinfusing more love into their relationship with Jesus um, and with God in general. So that's one thing that I really wanted to do. And when I surrendered that to my higher power, I got so much confirmation last week that that was what I I needed to do. I had, you know, one woman come up to me and say, oh, I know you love Jesus. I do too. I'm so freaking out right now because my family you know doesn't understand and i'm so scared you know i really don't want my you know family members to find that i'm reading oracle cards cuz i'm scared i'm going to be you know judged and condemned and feel guilty and you know i i was able to speak to her from that from that position of what i really wanted to do and that's one of the counseling aspects that i want to offer to people right and and god showed it to me It showed it to me at that event that, whoa, this is a whole nother aspect of the counseling. You thought you were counseling people just on this, but you're really counseling people as well on this whole aspect of Christianity and how they can feel so much more um, connected to God and Jesus through the other uh, aspects of religious and spiritual traditions Even with things such as oracle cards, because it's a visual representation of the spirit that's within us, the spirit that that God told us, Jesus told us that he was leaving on this earth to be with be within us, the Holy Spirit. Right. So if you surrender it and trust that it will be provided, I guarantee you it will. And you'll get so much confirmation that that's the thing that you need to do. So again, um, just to recap the the steps that were taken, really recognize that you're not finding anything. It's already within you. Get in touch with your inner kid, your inner child to find out what it is that you love to do uh, throughout the course of your life. Think of how those match up with what you're doing now, what you still love, what you're you know not getting paid for, but people say, "Oh my God, this is so beneficial and so helpful to me." Um, side note, with the you know taking time to read books, research, and find those things that you do like to do. If you don't know those off the top of your head, um, you know, start reading, start going out there, ask you know spirit for those books to come to you that. You know, are in line with your purpose and they will, they will show up. Um, Take the focus off of making it marketable right now. Just really hone in on finding and discovering, really discovering your purpose. Recognize how it can be of service to others. And finally, surrender and trust that it will show up for you. Surrender it to God. Trust that He will provide the people, the answers, the confirmation that you need to know that that is the right step for you. All right. Now, just so that I um am you know fully disclosing, I I one of the books that I also read when I was looking to find my purpose was "What on Earth Am I Here For" by Rick Warren, um, who is the author of "The Purpose Driven Life." Obviously, this book is. Uh, Christian inspired, and it really talks about uh, the the aspects in relation to Christianity. Um, I found it very helpful uh, as a Christian. Obviously, there were certain parts that didn't necessarily resonate with me, but I do feel like it's a very good book in in getting back to who you know what you're here to do on this earth. And so, I'll be including that in my resources. I'll also be um, including one of my uh, favorite, you know, card decks because it has really helped me in honing in and really knowing uh, my purpose, really knowing how I'm to show up into this in the world. And obviously, as um, I've mentioned, I do offer coaching to people who are wanting to learn how to use cards uh, in a better way. If you sign up for my email list, you'll also get my Oracle Basics Guide so that you can learn that yourself. If you if you so choose, um, but I can give further coaching into really finding your purpose using the cards and really knowing how you'll step into the person that you want to become moving forward. Um, I actually did this just last weekend with a friend uh, to try to give her an idea of like what her next step should be, what would bring her more joy and more happiness. And it was very interesting how the cards came out and she she believed that and got confirmation from it. So um, it's it's really nice as an aspect uh, to tap into that. So I will include that all in my resource materials, um, which you can find at tracysjackson.com uh, forward slash resources. Um, And I hope that this served you today. If it did, feel free to share it out with people, let people know about this new podcast. And I cannot wait to record the next one for you. If there's any topics that you'd like me to discuss, feel free to share those with me. Um, You can reach out to me at tracysjackson444 at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you guys and love to know how this resonates. Talk to you all soon. Bye.